following podcast is a Jill Divine Media production. We're just trying to get the word, you know, out. And and I love learning about other people's businesses and so really solutions to make my life better, right? Yes, yeah, solutions. Um, I love yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, it's really been an amazing journey. Um, I just feel so grateful whenever I I get an email of a customer review that just can't stop raving and passing on the word to other women about my product is just, it's just amazing. This episode of Two Kids and a Career is brought to you by Elemental Aesthetics. You can be guaranteed that your experience is going to be unique and customized to your specific needs. See how they can help you focus on natural beauty enhancements by visiting elementalaesthetics.com. Hi there, and welcome to Two Kids in a Career. I'm Jill Devine. As an entrepreneur, wife, and mama, the daily grind of trying to build a business while taking care of kids and trying to maintain a healthy connection with my hubby, it's a lot. With this podcast, you're going to hear candid conversations with other moms, parenting experts who can share their knowledge and insight, or you'll just hear me rambling to get it all out. There's going to be tears, there's going to be laughter, but most importantly, there will be support. Take a listen and connect with me so we can grow and learn from one another. This is Two Kids and a Career. Welcome to this week's episode of Two Kids and a Career. And I would like to introduce you to this week's guest. Her name is Kelly Wilcox. And uh, Kelly, first of all, before we get into why I am so excited to talk to you, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. So I love this about you on your website. It says, and I feel like I resonate with a lot of it, but that you're a wife, a mom of two beautiful children. You're a dog mom. Now we don't connect in this way, but I love San Diego. You're original native of San Diego. You're living your best life in Las Vegas. I'm not living there. I'm living in St. Louis, but I sure love Las Vegas. Um, You're a weekly farmer's market shopper. Your favorite pastime is thrifting. And that's a big joke in my family. I like to consider myself cost effective instead of saying cheap. We always joke around. I, the, the whole story with that goes, my sister-in-law, we were grocery shopping and she went to go get the Hidden Valley Ranch. I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't need the brand name. We don't serve the brand name in our house. And she's like, oh no, not, not budging. So I said, well, you can pay for it. So she said, nicknamed me cost effective. Um, and you love being with your family in your trailer just exploring the world and traveling, which is not something we do, but I would love to put that on my bucket list. So there's a lot of things that we have in common and a lot of things that I want to have in common. (laughs) So this should hopefully be a really good conversation, especially the the thrifting part. Uh, Tell me more about those things that I just mentioned. Talk to me about your life as a mom and as a wife, and and then we'll get into what you're doing. Yeah, gosh, it's just, it's so crazy. I call it the daily mom marathon every day. (laughs) So crazy. And I was there where I, I wanted that life of, you know, travel and, you know, owning a trailer and, you know, and I just you just eventually you make it happen, right? You decide, well, I'm going to give up some other things to make this dream a reality, you know, and, mm-hmm. and give it a go. So, um, yeah, I have a really long, um, journey, um, professionally <laughs> and <laughs> in my life in general. Um, yeah, I guess, um, I guess I could start, you know, I, where I get my love for thrifting is, yes. I, 
owned a a resale consignment boutique in San Diego right after graduating college. Um, I had this really great opportunity from um, my best friend who owned the boutique, and um, she gave me this great opportunity to own it after her. And um, I had it for about two years. And yeah, it it was great. Um, super successful, doubled uh, my clientele in the two years. And uh, then 2008 hit and <laughs> it was not a great year. Um, and so I had to make the really hard decision to to close up the shop. Um, it was called Funky Trunk and oh, it was very this. fun. Um, very fun. And yeah, uh, it was a great learning experience after that, you know, oh gosh, I took my, my skills of, um, thrifting and, um, wardrobe styling, uh, and created another company where I just did that on the road basically, um, and would go to clients' houses, purge their closets, um, you know, uh, build them wardrobe staple, um, and then, yeah, and and create a whole new wardrobe for them. Um, then move to LA, and I mean, there's just so many, <laughs> so much so craziness that has happened. <laughs> Let me ask you this: So, yeah. did you go to school? Like, what was your degree in? Sure. To, obviously, there's got to be a correlation with the thrifting and the wardrobe yeah. and all that. Yeah. So I did go to the Fashion Institute. Um, I did ah. a year in San Diego, a year in LA, graduated with a degree in merchandise product development. So kind of the business behind fashion. Um, and yeah, I I really had uh, this great experience, I can say now. <laughs> wasn't so great then. Um, but after 2008, um, you know, it was just dabbling in all these different um, positions in the fashion industry um, and uh, being laid off. And I, I've heard from several other, you know, um, uh, friends and colleagues that, you know, the same thing happened to them. You know, it was just that time, you know, of um, what was happening in, in the economy. And um, but it just was such a blessing to me because I was able to I, I did everything right. Um, <laughs> copywriter to social media manager and, um, you know, a, a buyer. And I just ha- was able to um, g- start in these positions um, still within my industry, still within fashion mostly e-commerce and was able to pick up skills from all of these different positions that I had, which was so great. It just benefits me so much today. So, well, yeah, it's like you could be a utility player. I mean, that's how I feel like every profession should be like, even though you go into one thing, knowing all of the other things that maybe accompany it or uh, maybe a branch of it, it just helps. It just makes you a very, very good team player. Yeah, exactly. You wear lots of hats Mm -hmm. and you just get the work done. (laughs) Yeah. So I like to, no, I don't like to pretend because it's not it's not true. I, I don't have fashion, but I love fashion. Like I love and appreciate what is out there. And I think there's a lot of women that are in the same boat as me that really do look at what 
is out there and how do you make it for you? Like, I know that I, I think that I look good in one thing and somebody else will be like, no, well, you need that honest person that would say, no, that does not look good. But you, (laughs) you know, you always look at individuals and think, man, I really wish I could have their fashion sense. And it's really a lot of us just are struggling and we are looking Mm -hmm. to others for help and you Mm -hmm. play a role in that. And then I also, I don't even know if we've even mentioned it yet about the being a minimalist. And I feel like Mm -hmm. that is such a big thing right now too, that man, I have seen different articles on like, here are the staples that you need to have in your closet. And then Mm -hmm. this is how you can wear them and never look like you have only five pieces. I'm like, no, (laughs) I can't do it. I don't know what I'm doing. So I would love to kind of talk about your role in helping women with that. Because like I said, I believe that I am in the majority where women want to have that fashion, but few, few of you have been blessed with that actual fashion, uh, Jean. Yeah. So I guess it's really, it's really defining what your signature, signature style is and then sticking to it. Um, that is the hardest part. Um, once you have that down, you can really eliminate, um, when you're walking into stores, of course, they're going to put those trends right up in front you know, and they're going to want you to, you know, uh, impulse buy and suck you in. Right. But they're just, they're so temporary. And so that's where you really have to, you know, have that (laughs) self-control. Is this really ask yourself, you know, is this really me? Is this a trend? Is it, it, how does it make me feel is the most important part. Um, and when you're putting those outfits on and you're still unsure is, you know, how does it make you feel? You know, it doesn't make you feel good. Then don't worry so much about what others, others say. Um, it's really about, does it fit right? Does it make me feel, does it make me feel good while while I'm, when I'm wearing this, is it uncomfortable? You know, no, (laughs) you know, that's when you start to really purge those items that don't work for you. And then, um, wardrobe staples are, you know, I've, I developed my own list of wardrobe staples that every woman should have in their closet. And then it's just building off of those. Um, but it's always making sure that you maintain that you have those in your closet because those are the ones that, if you don't have them, it can be very hard to make those complete outfits. And so I always say, make sure that those are always, you know, they're in good condition. You always have them available and then you can start building, um, from there, always having that base. But, um, yeah, really defining, you know, your personal style is, um, you know, and that comes from within, you know, what is, what makes you feel good? What are you drawn to? Um, for me, it's super, you know, casual, but yet edgy, you know, I still like my rocker t-shirts and I still, I came from San Diego and from, you know, the surf skate world, you know, I still love that. And I still, I still wear it, you know, (laughs) that's just my, and, and, um, so it's really just finding what calls you, what, what talks to you and, (laughs) and, um, then, but sticking to it is the biggest, is the biggest part. Okay. So a couple things that 
came to mind. You said it over and over again, and I 100% agree with you about how do you feel? Because I will tell you, if I am uncomfortable in what I'm wearing, I turn into a big old grouch. I mean, it's miserable. Um, And like, I, I think about things like that because I am one of those people that I am all about comfort. I, I joke around with people. I say, okay, if I decide when I pass away that I want to be in a casket, you better have my Adidas pants on. Like that's just my style. (laughs) And so then it's funny because I have friends and even my mom is this way. Like they like to get dressed up. And when I say dressed up, dressed up for me is like, you know, business outfit. And I always think I am so thankful I don't have a job where I have to be like that. So I do. Yes, it is about how you feel. But I was wondering, and maybe I'm off here when I ask this, but when you were talking about those items in your closet Mm -hmm. and how it makes you feel, so many times I'm guilty of it. I will save things because I want to fit back into it or Mm. I want to whatever the memory may be with that. And I wonder, am I doing myself more harm than good by letting those things still stay in the closet? Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I, when I go through closets, uh, my clients' closets, those items, um, it, we make, we make a to-go pile that needs to go to donation. And that's those items that do not fit anymore because they are just reminding you about how uncomfortable they make you feel currently. (laughs) And that is not a good feeling. And, um, but secondly, those items that are sentimental, we do, we keep another box and that, that's the sentimental box. And, um, I have, I have one myself, (laughs) you know, the first dress I wore on my first date with my husband, you know, things like that. Like, oh, they, when you look at them, they still bring you joy. I could never fit back into it. I mean, it's just never going to happen. I might pass it down to my my daughter someday. So those items, you know, okay, they're going to go you know, in a, in a box, but I don't necessarily need to look at them every day. Um, because when you clear out, you want to be able to just see what you have, see what you could wear at that moment. And it simplifies your life and simplifies your dressing process. So that's why I always just get rid of them out of sight. Yeah. I was going (laughs) to say it probably creates less overwhelm And listen, we already have enough overwhelm in our life as moms and wives and businesswomen. So (laughs) who knew cleaning out the closet could be such a great therapy session, right? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. It's it's amazing sometimes. It's really – it's therapeutic for a lot of people. We go through a lot of – a lot of crying sometimes, a lot of hugging, a lot of, (laughs) yeah, it's almost like I feel like a therapist sometimes and that's okay. Right. That's allowed. You're making a difference. You're helping women out. That's, that's the thing. Okay. So let's move to something that, I mean, I guess I probably never thought about because I'm not in the fashion business, but when I read it, 
it makes sense, but the amount of waste that the fashion industry has and what you noticed about that and now what you're doing about it, because you do, you, you see that. So I am a, I'm a big fan of like Top Chef and Top Chef Junior and all those. Mm -hmm. And I love when they have episodes on now about the waste of food and how you can take the leftovers or take the so-called wasted stuff and turn Mm -hmm. it into something beautiful and how there are certain restaurants now like that's that's what they focus on. And I just think it's a mind shift. You just got to remember, oh, okay, if I do this, here's how I'm helping or here's how I'm contributing. So I'd love to hear yeah. how that works in the fashion world. Yeah. So again, that goes back to those trends that we see at the front ah, of the store, right? Okay. Um, I really, when I see those, I, you got to ask the question, you know, okay, is this a trend? Yes, it is. How many outfits can I make out of this? Ooh, not very many. Is it going to be in style next season? Mm, Probably not. You know, when you start really asking those questions before you just impulse buy, because it's cute and we've seen it on Instagram and, um, you know, it's the thing right now, we really have to ask, you know, is it, could it go through more than, you know, three or four seasons? Is it, could it be considered timeless or classic um, in a way, or could you make it look classic? You know, you got to start asking these things because it is super wasteful. Um, You know, uh, the industry is just, a lot of brands have moved to sustainable and great materials that, that are, you know, recycled and recycling plastics is, which is so, it's so great, but so many haven't, especially, um, well, my home away from home, <laughs> Target, yeah. <laughs> they, ha- they do have some eco-conscious, uh, you know, fabrics and, and materials now, but many are not still. And, and you have to really, we have to be aware, you know, they're making those in mass, mass quantities, not just your store, you know, that you're shopping at every week. Um, and so it just, it is, it's a huge, huge amount of waste. So I really discovered this and I mean, I've always had a passion for recycling and, uh, thrifting, you know, ever since I owned my consignment store and, um, But when I went through my pregnancies, I really noticed how wasteful, um, especially those, those clothes that are so transitional, right? You're only wearing them for, you know, nine months. And then what do you do with them afterwards? Um, for me, it was, well, with my first, I put them in a box and I thought, oh, I'll wear them with my next Uh, my next pregnancy, I opened that box and oh my gosh, I did not realize how terribly destroyed those clothes were. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They were disgusting. You know, they just really did not hold up. And so I ended up getting, donating them. Um, But, you know, some of us, we give them away to friends or family that are that are pregnant and, um, hopefully they get some use out of them. But I really, you know, I really saw this problem of, you know, why are we buying, especially all of these clothes as we go up in size, 
right? And then you can't do anything with them afterwards. Um, you know, sometimes you can go back down, um, but really, what do you do with them afterwards? So we're donating. And I just felt like, gosh, there's got to be a one piece solution that would grow with you you know, the full nine months and beyond. And, uh, you know, why hasn't something been, you know, created that would solve this problem um, of buying all of these clothes and having to size up as you go through the trimesters? And so when I was on maternity leave, (laughs) I got a little bored (laughs) and I put on my thinking cap and I started, um, I started playing around with different silhouettes and I found, uh, I found a piece that I thought, you know what, I think I might have something here. And five years later (laughs) has become my career, (laughs) has become my company. Um, It's called the Mompa Romper. Before we continue with this week's conversation, let's talk about Elemental Aesthetics, one of the sponsors of the podcast, and the current specials they have for March. The fan favorite Cool Peel is on sale in March. You get $75 off any area, and you can boost your energy and wellness with 10% off any IV therapy drip. Listen, if you uh, have kids, (laughs) you know that germs run rampant and especially in the schools. And what happens is all of a sudden you start hearing, oh, this thing's going around and then this thing's going around and then you end up getting it. Get your energy boosted by going to Elemental Aesthetics. Also, if you just need some time for yourself to just decompress and chill, the sauna or salt room, you can add a session to any treatment for just $15. It's all about taking care of you. And I just have to tell you that at Elemental Aesthetics, you will feel all of those things. You're going to feel energized. You're going to feel healthy and well. You're going to feel relaxed. They have something for whatever need you need at this moment in your life. ElementalAesthetics.com. It's ElementalAesthetics.com. All right, back into this week's conversation. I was shaking my head, yes, the whole time you were talking because I was thinking about my experience when I was pregnant and your business was probably just starting out, but we'll get to that. So I didn't get the pleasure of being able to enjoy your wonderful romper when I was pregnant, but I thought about the waste that I did. I mean, you buy something and it feels like literally a week later you're into a different size and you are like, I just a wasted money. And now I'm mad because B I can't fit into it. Now I have to go do this all again. And so I was lucky to have a maternity resale shop close by that I would go to often and then take my stuff there as well. But if you don't know about those things, you're right. You're just wasting, you're wasting money. You're wasting clothing items. It's just a big hot mess. Oh yeah. And maternity clothes are expensive. I mean, they are. I just, I, uh, I get that there's extra fabric, there's extra fabrication in building the belly bands and things like that maybe, but the, it's just, it was just crazy. And I didn't have, I didn't have a resale maternity store nearby. Vegas is still pretty small and didn't have a lot of businesses like that. And, and 
I, I mean, yeah, it was just crazy. I, I was limited to Target that was nearby. And then I soon discovered um, H&M because yes. their pricing was was a little bit better um, for maternity. And then I was ordering off of ASOS. And I really, um, during that process, I really realized, I realized, okay, I am not the traditional, my personal style is not the traditional motherhood maternity and the florally prints. And, and so I was really limited to these certain stores that I could find my personal style. It's a little more edgy, more modern. And so I was really limited to two places, really H&M and, and ASOS. And I go, gosh, there has got to be something else. This is crazy. It's so funny, Kelly, because like, with my podcast and then multiple women that I have had on the the podcast, we have talked about how where we are today is because of what we experienced on maternity leave or, you know, I guess it is all that thinking you're doing and all yeah. the things. And then these beautiful things are are developed from it. Um, now, I will say that somebody that's listening right now might be like, OK, I'm not pregnant. I don't need this. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't have to be pregnant to enjoy nope. the mumper romper. So can you talk to me about it a little bit more? Sure. So. It is maternity friendly, but does not have to be just for maternity. Um, I have thousands of customers that love it just for the comfort. Um, it is waistline free, so it allows you to grow all nine months. But if not, I know. <laughs> if not, um, it is just comfortable. There's nothing digging in at your waist. I have a lot of customers tell me, well, I use it also myself for travel is amazing on an airplane um, because there is, you're sitting for hours sometimes and there is nothing digging in at your waist. You're so comfortable the whole time. And, um, yeah, other than that, it has, um, a tapered leg down at the bottom. So most rompers that you'll try on at retail, um, have a wide leg, um, or if you try them on, um, they don't fit properly. They're either giant, um, they just are super long, or for my tall customers will say they're super short. Like I have a really long torso and I have a lot of customers that have the long torso too and could never wear rompers or jumpers. Never. We could never. And now I make them for everyone. <laughs> well, I was um, also going to say, I feel like women that feel like they're on the plus size don't feel like that they could do mm-hmm. rompers either because yeah. it's just... It, it no, there's no give. Yeah, so my romper is a rayon spandex, which the material is so so buttery, butter, sorry, buttery soft. Oh, <laughs> and see, love language right there. You're speaking yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, so so soft, but also the it, it's such great quality that it's super long lasting. So that was a huge important part of. My construction was making sure that it's going to last wash after wash during that whole nine months of maternity and then beyond, too, where we've got baby, you know, we got the spit up, we got stuff going on afterwards, (laughs) and you want it to still be 
it, you want it to still last. You know, it's got to go in the washer every day, every other day. And it really does that. It, the material holds up beautifully. There's no pilling or, or tearing or, you know, stretching of any, any kind. It really holds up. Um, and then, uh, the best part I didn't, I haven't mentioned yet. It has pockets. Ah, <laughs> what another a, love language. Yes. Yeah. What a concept <laughs> because as moms, we have to hold everything. Yeah. Um, so it does, it has large pockets. will fit your cell phone. will fit everything else. Um, and, um, yeah, it's just, it has tank straps. So it's a little bit more bra friendly does have lower armholes on the side. So I did make that, um, them lower so that it's nursing friendly afterwards too. Um, if not nursing, uh, really cute lace bralettes. Um, like I always say from free people or everybody makes the, the cute lace bralettes, um, yeah. look so cute underneath in the summertime. Um, you can wear long sleeve, short sleeve, you can layer it however you want, which makes it super versatile. And um, again, you can make a thousand different outfit, out, outfits out of it. So really staying within that sustainable mindset of, you know, this is a basic and you can dress it and make it however you want. Bo- boho style, um, more, you know, dressed up for a dinner. You can even do that. I've seen that with some cute heels and big earrings. You can just do whatever you want with it. I just love being able to support other women and small businesses. And I've said this before on the podcast multiple times, but I I, I always want to talk about this is that when I first started the podcast, I was like, you know what, if somebody wants to come to me and promote their business, I don't really know. I don't know that that's Mm -hmm. the right thing. And then I started learning like, that's what we are. This is a business. You're a business. Women, we're a business. Moms are a business. And if I can just get the word out to support someone like you, that if there is just one woman listening right now that connects with this and can connect with you and just feel good, then that's it. It doesn't matter how else I'm using this platform. Like, this is the reason to do it. This is, there's a reason why you're doing it. I can feel it. I can sense it. Like, that's the beauty of having conversations like this. And I I don't know, it just, it just moves me because I think that sometimes personally, you know, when you are a business owner and sometimes you're like, oh, I don't know if I should put myself out there or I don't know if I should reach out or I don't know how to do this or I don't know what if I'm going to get the support. Like, just do it. Ask. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just ask. Just do it. Just make it happen because there are people that truly do want to support you. Yeah. And, you know, there are so many talented people out there that have these amazing products or solutions to um, just make our lives easier, you know? And, <laughs> and um, yeah, I think it's just really... We're, we're just trying to get the word, you know, out. And, and I love learning about other people's businesses and so really solutions to make my life better. Right. Yes. Um, solutions. I love yeah, that. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's really been an amazing journey. Um, and it is so, um, I just feel so grateful whenever I, I get an email of a customer review that just can't stop raving and passing on the word to other women about my product is just, it's just amazing. Um, such a, yeah, so rewarding. Exactly. Well, as we start to wrap up here, Kelly, I just want to make sure that ladies know how to get a hold of you and then also any final thoughts that you have. Yeah. I, you know, this was so fun. I really enjoyed it. I, um, you can always get a hold of me through my website, which is www.momperromper.com. So that's M-O-M-P-E-R, romper, R-O-M-P-E-R.com. And then, um, our social medias are all just Momper Romper, one word. Um, that's how you can reach out to me at any time um, and take a look at our our amazing one piece wonder, um, the Momper. Um, but also check out um, we travel the country uh, now uh, for artisan market shows. Um, so we might be coming to a town near you. You never know. Um, check out our Instagram. And that is what we do with our travel trailer now I <laughs> is love we travel it. everywhere. So as far as um, we have shows in, in Florida, so in Miami, Chicago, um, we are everywhere now. Um, so yeah, you can always find where we're going to be next on our, on our Instagram, Facebook, and yeah. Uh, I was going to ask too, when people get a hold of you, is there a blog or an option to talk to you besides the, the romper, uh, the momper, mm-hmm. um, is there an option mm-hmm. to talk to you about those essential items that we talked at, at the beginning of the podcast or how you go about tackling that wardrobe minimalist yeah. concept? I do, I do make my, um, essentials list lists available. I have even travel essentials lists. Um, yes. so yeah. Um, so if anybody is interested in that, um, uh, you can always reach out to me. Kelly at momperromper.com is always the best way to get a hold of me. Um, and I really just take those by request. I used to have a business, my style advisory. Um, I don't have, I'm not as active with that, um, you know, uh, cleaning out wardrobes in my wardrobe essentials uh, business as much as I used to be. Um, but yeah, yes, I will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I got to keep it to just a couple things that, you know, at once. <laughs> so, so yeah, but you can always just email me and I can get those to you. All right. So I will have all of this information on the show notes at jilldevine.com. Kelly, thank you for coming on and what you're doing. I just I love your energy. I love your vibe. And I am rooting for you. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. We're going to go ahead and wrap up this week's conversation, but first another shout out to Elemental Aesthetics, one of the sponsors of the podcast. When you make an appointment, make sure you mention my name because you'll get a sweet little goodie bag. And when you go to ElementalAesthetics.com, you can see all of their March specials. One of the things that I do is when I go and see the boss, Jennifer Jennifer Warman boss, um, I get facials with her, but this facials are 
specialized to what she believes that I need at that moment. Like your skin's always changing, but we really try to focus on minimizing my pores and making sure that I have skin that's hydrated because I am someone who has suffered from acne in the past and continue to have some flare-ups here and there. So she really helps control that with me. So I cannot recommend Jennifer and Elemental Aesthetics enough. ElementalAesthetics.com. And while you're doing a little searching online, check out JillDevine.com and that's where you will see all of the information that you need to get a hold of me. You can find my social media handles. You can find every single episode of this podcast on jilldevine.com. You can also read some blogs that the wonderful interns at Jill Divine Media put together for you. So it's all at jilldevine.com. As always, thank you for your support of two kids and a career. <laughs>